Hello, and welcome to Fintech Surge Podcast, creating a wealth of opportunities through fintech innovations in the Middle East for the Middle East. Powered by Fintech Surge, the region's leading fintech festival, hosted by Dubai World Trade Center, alongside Jitex Global. We're excited to be joined today by Miguel Gomez, Managing Partner at Increase2. Thank you for joining us, Miguel. Thank you very much to all of you. And it's great to have you. But Miguel, you actually have a master's degree in private law and litigation law with yes. experience in commercial law, economic <laughs> and business management. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> this is it, it seems like three lifetimes worth of careers you've had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so 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 tell us a little bit about yourself. How did how did you, you know, get into the fintech space, you know, after a, a degree mm-hmm. in private and litigation law? Yeah, I mean, I would like to explain this uh, point uh, with one of the questions that I, I think we are going to to speak about, uh, speaking about the team, uh, increase to uh, team. But I mean, actually, yes, I'm, I mean, my 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 background is like a, a lawyer. I've been working on M&A and litigation for a few uh, years from now. Uh, the thing is, I mean, this uh, project uh, was born uh, with one of the, I mean, of one of my colleagues in another project, like more. Uh, technical uh, law speaking, and this is this is how we ended up with this uh, new project. We were working with NPLs and the, the portfolio according to the financial consumer markets in I mean across Europe. So one of the sites of uh, this company uh, was uh, litigation according to all the debts that we that we bought. So this is how we met up, and after that I mean and and and, and, and working uh, with I mean then we 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 finished like working within other projects uh and then we start with uh, this new startup company so then i i mean i i, I started with uh, this like new uh adventure in working in in, in fintech uh, market as well as i mean i'm still working uh, some days with a uh, few things about like uh, m a and 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 corporate uh, law but yes i mean here here i am with this new project let's see how it goes but but, but yes <laughs> Great, great. And, and honestly, we ask this question uh, for every guest that comes onto our podcast, but I think that you'll have an especially unique answer considering your background and you know the journey that it took you to get to the fintech space. But yeah. what does fintech mean to you? I would like to say that this is, I mean, fintech is the present, the evolution and the future of our financial systems and the tools that the financial system uh, has currently, right? I mean, for a few years now, we have seen a huge step ahead regarding the technology that we have incorporated in many different fields. Uh, we change the way we work, we change the way we buy, we change the way we pay, even we change the way we interact with each other as you and I now were talking and, and about the, this. So basically, we have changed our lives by including technology for all aspects of human living. I mean, we have just realized that the technology is improving all of, all of these aspects in terms of efficiency and safety. But what's more important for me, the technology is giving us the possibility to go forward faster than we went without it. And that's why uh, we are progressing and growing so fast in so many different points. So in my opinion, the evolution of the fintech market comes like other sectors, the population needs. As long as the technology allows us to create the solutions, there is an endless landscape where we can identify which are those needs and how can we improve them. 
So in the end, uh, we are trying to make the people happier and more confident about their finance. That's why I talk about this like triad of present, evolution, future. We are just at the beginning of a new financial era. And what's more, the last uh, financial crisis uh, across the planet has been impacting not only on the financial wellness of all of us, but also uh, about uh, how can we deal with our own finance in terms of uh, be trained about uh, all of them. So I would like to say that nowadays we are getting used to learn more about finance and which tools are in the market and which one fits better for us. So maybe it will take some time for some people. It is normal that happened in, during the history and in the 80s when the financial industry become electronic. But the beautiful thing about uh, increase two and myself specifically is that we both in both sides of, of, of the game, right? As a consumer and as a fintech company. So we learned every day from different projects that we, we, we study while we try to contribute to the market with our project uh, increase two. Absolutely. And so I guess in a word, fintech is is change, right? Um, it is, yeah. I mean, it, the, the two words, you know, obviously fintech is finance and technology combined into one. And I, I think that we can all agree that you know, we're not going to escape technology. Technology is changing everything about everything that we do. And combining finance and technology just means that more people are going to be able to do more things. Um, exactly. And, and that actually kind of brings me to uh, to your company, Increase Two, and you know, whenever I first heard about what, what it is that you guys are doing, I thought that it is an amazing idea. It's kind of one of those things that you know, why hasn't somebody done this before? Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, for everyone that's not familiar with your company just yet, uh, tell us a little bit about what Increase Two is all about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what can I say? It's like an awesome product. Uh, the idea is very simple, but it's we think that is truly helpful. I mean, basically, we let the employees to manage their salaries as soon as they earn it. So we designed and we developed a phone application which every employee can uh, download uh, into their phones uh, after his her company is in our program. So they will see how much money they earn day by day. And in case uh, they need uh, some, uh, they can transfer it to the regular bank account that will link on the same application. So uh, basically, this uh, project uh, born because after, I mean, after months of studying and after the crisis of the COVID-19 and the greater resignation over the United States, we thought that we needed to create a financing solution that helps the employee with their daily expenses. The companies uh, with the lack of employee productivity and commitment, and also the banks with a huge amount of unpaid loans and the lack of confidence uh, the clients have. So we wanted to improve and update the social and corporate benefits that the employees uh, had in the past. And we saw that it was easy to get some, I mean, benefits like food tickets, gym pass, gas discounts, uh, insurance benefits. And all of them are great. I mean, we, we work with uh, some of them. But when we asked the people what they were worried about, uh, the response was undivided. I mean, the expenses and the economy. So imagine that, I mean, what happens if all of us uh, could have access uh, to our salaries as soon as we earn them? So it's like, I mean, the answer is pretty easy, right? Our financial wellness will increase a lot and we will about be paying the others for asking for some money that we already deserve it, but it's frozen on, on, on our company. So we think that uh, the regular solution is cultural, but, but now it is a little bit old fashioned. 
deal with your expenses without your own money. That's our idea. So regarding the application, the customer experience, uh, we develop just thinking about any employee trying to make the process very easy and very fast. But the most important thing, very safe and at no cost for the employee. That's, that's amazing. So, so essentially, you know, you're solving the problem of, you know, bills occur throughout the month, right? You know, I mean, you have your gas bill, you have food that you have to pay for, you have uh, maybe your, your car note, you have insurances, you have, uh, you know, your credit card statement. You have all of these expenses that accrue throughout the entire month and, and they require payments throughout the month. But then again, we're only getting paid, you know, once yeah. a month, twice a month. And okay, well, why does our expenses not line up with how much we're earning or, or when do we earn, right? So exactly. you know, everybody gets paid once and you know, we have to figure out how to divide that. Whereas the truth is, if we work for one week, we can actually access that money at the end of that one week. And I think that, you know, with some of the, the big benefits of some of these, you know, kind of gig economy jobs, such as I say, waiting tables, bartending, uh, massage therapists, one of the benefits is that you typically get paid when you perform a task, right? So, exactly. so let's say in the U.S., you um, you wait tables for the night, you get paid in tips, you walk out of that restaurant with tips in your pocket. But most of the jobs that you know they they're looking for outside of the industry that they they started in, it doesn't work that way. They they still have their bills, but now they have to wait two weeks to get paid. They still have to wait one month to get paid. And so you know, increase two is really a you know granting access to salaries when they need them, but when they earn it. And, and it's not as dangerous as, you know, let's say a, a cash advance on a payment. And I think that we're all familiar with, oh, can I get, you know, next month's payment in advance? You're actually yep. only receiving the, the money that you've earned when you've earned it. And, and exactly. so it was your money the whole time. Now you just have access to it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So yeah, exactly. I mean, I I, I agree a hundred percent with uh, with you. This is uh, our point. I mean, imagine going I don't know grocery, and I mean at the moment that we have to pay, uh, say in the cashier that we I mean she needs to wait till the first day of the following month because I mean no, I mean we we, we pay for our expenses uh, regularly uh, as soon as we as we as we buy them, right? So so why? can we we get paid as soon as we earn our our salary that's yeah exactly that's our point exactly and so are, are your clients the the consumers who have access to their their salaries or are your clients the businesses who need to kind of sign off on uh, using this this technology I mean, uh, technically, we developed like a B2B2C uh, business where our client, I mean, our main client is uh, always the company. So uh, we signed some kind some kind of uh, service agreement with uh, the companies. After that, once the company is into our system, uh, all the employees that this company have uh, are able to download and start using the application without any expense. We monetize our, our solution only against the company so they can make any transaction they 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 may need uh with with no cost and uh, i mean we we figure out out everything with with the company great great and, and do you see this being an issue or ha has any of these uh your prospects mentioned that it doesn't fit in with their cash flow so let's say that the invoices for their clients are typically due on the 15th to the 21st of the month that way they have time to receive their cash before they have to pay their employees their salary on the first of the month. Um, mm -hmm. Do you see that uh, being being a conflict at all? Uh, not really. I mean, we can 
I mean, we don't want to bother the companies. Uh, this is this is this is this is not our goal at all. So we, I mean, we created like our own uh, transaction. I mean that. I mean, we we according to the financial uh, instrument of our application. I mean, we put the money on 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 the employees uh, side. Then, at the moment that the company should pay the employee. Uh, for uh, his salary, they has to return the part that this uh, employee advanced to us. So I mean, they are working the same way. They they they, they will they, they will have. I mean, if there is like no application or transaction, I mean, they just at the end of the month they have to pay. Uh, even our company, even the even the, the the employee. What's more, we are able to connect ourselves with some APIs uh, through all the programs that these companies are using in terms of uh, human resources, accounting, and so on. So it's been basically, I mean, if if the program allows us to to do it automatically, so there is like no issues with the daily accounting of the companies. All right, that's great. And I mean, honestly, it, it seems like such a simple idea, right? It seems it like is. yeah, you you earn it. Why uh, why haven't we seen something like this before? What's, what's so complicated that uh, nobody has come up with this this idea in the past? I mean, we think it is really. I mean, as as I said, this is just cultural. I mean, we have been we have been paid. Uh, monthly, uh, especially in Europe, uh, and we have lived uh, with that like a mantra, right? I mean, our predecessors have the same system uh, and our companies work in that way. We just uh, didn't think about uh, we could change it by getting our day-by-day salaries as soon as we earn it. So technically, as we as we, as we we both said, it is our money, right? So think about going, I mean, uh, the example that, 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 that we explained uh, before, to the grocery store uh, to buy some food and say to the cashier, I'll be back on July 1st uh, to pay for it. I mean, <laughs> we, we, can, yeah. we, can, we can think about it. That's why, I mean, many people have issues with their daily payments and uh, the situation uh, feed the financial stress of the population. So we knew that it was a great solution, but maybe something difficult to, to develop by the companies themselves. So they don't have the resources and the time to do that. And that's why if any employee has uh, some financial difficulties, he has to go to his bank to ask for a salary advance or talk to his boss and beg for it. So it is uh, hard and many people will try to avoid, to avoid that situation, just asking for some external uh, money instead of paying wherever it is with with his own money. So with increase too, we shape our idea thinking about a, an important thing to have the control of our finance. And it is not only a solution that allows us to get our salary as soon as we earn them, but also a place where we can control our money. I mean, this is another important uh, thing to us. This is not only be ready to transfer some money to some people that maybe need it. We want to train them in, in, in about their daily expenses and their uh, global uh, finance. So if we don't need it, we won't use it, but we will live thinking that something can happen and we will afford it without looking for a solution. It is just open our phone and I mean, the solution is within our hands. So. That's great. And it's so refreshing to see solutions like this. And I think that we've, we've been hearing a lot now about these uh, buy now, pay later uh, yeah. sort of technologies. And, and to totally. me, you know, what you guys are doing and what uh, buy now, pay later is doing is working hand in hand. It is saying that, you know, let's say your car breaks down 
And you know, we have obviously in the UAE, we operate in dirhams and the car, you know, their repairman says it's going to cost 10,000 dirhams to uh, repair your car. Well, mm -hmm. a family needs the car. They need to, to get to work. They need it to provide and you know, a living for their family. But, you know, who said that they had $10,000, uh, 10,000 yeah. dirhams ready to, to just spend on yeah. the, that sort of thing? You know, it's yeah. something they can't afford, but, you know, it's a, it's a big hit. And if that happens, let's say, towards the beginning of the month, towards the middle of the month, and they have to wait a whole two more weeks before they get paid, then yeah. uh, that might be a very lean month for them and their family, depending on what other bills have come up. And, and it really, uh, you know, w without these sort of schemes, without, you know, ideas like increase two, without buy now, pay later, it, it makes it very difficult to plan, you know, to plan for the future. If, you know, somebody uh, gets sick in your family or if, like, like we said, if your car breaks down or you get an injury or something, you know, your, your water heater busts, then, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you can't save for the future whenever you don't know what, what might actually come up. You know, you say, hey, you know, we, we've done a great job. We've saved up. I think we're able to go on that vacation that we've been saving up for. And then actually, you know, your car breaks down and, you know, you're <laughs> exactly. not able to do it anymore. Right. Uh, so, so I mean, exactly. this, this concept that you can receive your money when you earn it, it, it's only fair. I've earned it already. I can receive it. And then the buy now, pay later just happens to help with hey, I can't afford it. It's not that I, I don't want to pay for the things that I'm buying. It's just, you know, that's a big hit all at one time. So, you know, it'd be easier if I can pay that in installments. And and, and I appreciate that, uh, you know, these fintech companies are coming up with solutions with the consumer in mind, with understanding what the day-to-day -day, uh, operations of a household's finances actually entail. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. Yeah. And... and with with the simplicity of of uh, you know increase too, do you think that this concept is something that you know the rest of the market is going to say, oh well, duh, that that makes sense. We should do that as well. Is it going to catch on and become more common? Will the space become saturated? Is there only enough space for a few players? Um, so so how do you see that the market for this sort of product? I believe that the concept is already been more and more common. I mean, however, we aren't afraid about that. It is. Actually, it is the opposite. I mean, that happened in every fintech or business model. Uh, we trust our project a lot. As you said, the idea looks simply, uh, but the technology that supports, it is not as easy as the idea. Uh -huh. So we needed to think about uh, multiple uh, issues, the customer experience, the safety of our transaction, uh, how to link uh, the employee's bank account, how to connect our application with the data of the companies. So we made it up thinking about not bothering the business procedures inside the companies. That's why we can play very well in front of our competitors on the market. We made it, I mean, we are happy to say that all the technology came from our team and that gives a lot confidence on what we are selling these days. Getting the technical part of the project in-house, the control of the application is in our hands and we don't depend on the third parties or partners. So we made an effort with uh, the decision of having everything in and uh, this is something that our clients uh, would love. When the companies that work with us know that we don't share their data, we made the transactions, we check everything, they feel very comfortable uh, with the service and their employees work with our application application in a very safe way. So there are not mistakes through the process, but even the technology sometimes have problems, right? So if that happens, we are there to solve any possible use, uh, issue. So 
Another beautiful point is that we work globally. So we have seen some other players that have a similar idea, but they are specialized in specific markets. They work across the United States, they work in LATAM, they work in Spain, Poland, Germany, the Emirates, but they made the solution according to a specific place. We started our business in Poland too, and pretty soon we open operations in Spain, but we work across Europe in, 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 in LATAM in other projects. So we have experience in other places. So we would like to speak about this project globally speaking. So our solution requires us also to know the culture of the population and the specification that different places have. For example, we know that people in Poland used to get paid at the day 10 of the following month in Spain, the most part of the employees get paid at the end of the month or the uh, beginning of the following one. So there are places where people used to rent, other places where people rather to buy, places where people can get money from the bank easily, other places where they can't. So I mean, they're like, of, I mean, according to the to the to the market, uh, and that is happening also with buy now pay later uh, solutions. The idea, I mean, it is a good idea. It's been more common uh, day by day, but we think that we have our strengths uh, in front of uh, the market, basically, basically the technology and our global uh, point of view about the project itself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, that you've you've made a great point. I mean, uh, ideas can be cheap and execution is everything. And, and it seems that because Increase2 has created their own technology and has really made, uh, you know, made the back end in a way that, you know, it, that's kind of the barrier to entry, I guess you could say, for, for other companies. It's not just a nice, easy, simple concept, but Executing yeah. that requires a lot of work. It requires a lot of understanding, a lot of ins and outs, and all that stuff. And uh, I mean, to me, you know, one of the the main difference between uh, you know increase two and uh, buy now pay later is that mm -hmm. it, it seems it seems a little bit safer for the consumer, if I can say mm -hmm. that. Um, uh, buy now pay later. The the um, scenarios that I mentioned are the big expenses that you know you you need to buy now pay later in order to cope with um but I'm, I'm seeing you know very very rapidly buy now pay later is you know being you know used for uh more retail items uh you, know, you can buy yeah. your, your nike you can buy your clothes you can buy groceries you can go to fancy restaurants yeah. and buy now pay later which to me it does kind of you know helps people fall into a trap of paying for things that they can't afford yeah. Whereas, you know, increase two, it's not that they can't afford it. They've already earned it. This is their money. Yeah. They can they can use it as they need it. And it's gonna help a whole lot of people in a lot of different ways. And and I know that you mentioned that you're you know you're branching out to, into different markets. Do you believe that the UAE is a prime market for this concept? Yes. I mean, we I mean, we love your 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 market and uh honestly this is one of the first the first market we 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 thought about it when we started with our project i mean it is a place where three million people used to live in the uh 2000s but almost 10 million people is are, are living currently so the it is an amazing environment for for business and 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 for the project and that's why uh, we wanted to start working the emirates uh too also the emirates have like a strong business fabric, but also very, very specific. That's why it is, we think it is a world power. It is made by their own business companies plus companies that come from the rest of the planet. So uh, that's why uh, the influence of the of the Emirates is being extended uh, to, to the rest of the of the world. So, so yes, we think that it's the market is 
huge there and of course we can we can we can work with companies uh local companies plus international companies working there great great so so in your opinion the uae is is very skilled at adapting to the fintech movement to this pace to the technology and accepting it well we think so. We think so. I mean, the UAE, it's, I mean, it's technology. And currently, I mean, Dubai, for example, is having the best, most impactful and visionary event for the fintech ecosystem, right? From digital banking to pay tech, finance and technology are inseparable concepts uh, there. And we love that. So it's a market for doing business, getting resources and boost our projects. And we are more than happy to 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 be part of, of, of that market. Financial technology is a key component in the evolution of the financial services industry. And the UAE uh, has a great environment for sure. Yeah. Amazing. And we couldn't agree with you more. And, and that's actually why we, we decided to start putting on uh, the FinTech Surge event. Um, as you know, we're, we're excited to see you at the FinTech Surge uh, on October 10th through the 13th. And, you know, it's really an opportunity for, you know, innovators like yourself to get in front of, you know, the people that they want to talk to. So it's to get in front of the businesses that, that may be their clients, is to get in front of uh, new technology innovators that may, you know, be able to, you know, form alliances and form, uh, you know, partnerships with you to help you move your your product uh, across the world as you mentioned you want to do but also it's an, it's an opportunity to find investors right it's, yeah. there's a lot of investors in this space that are, are looking for the next big concept and one of the exciting things about fintech is that you really do see a lot of brand new concepts that just you you didn't think of before and and increase two is a prime example of that it's just something that it only makes sense and, and I think that there would be a lot of investors at the FinTech search on October 10th through 13th at the Biroyal Trade Center that would be excited to hear uh, about this product. Thank you. Thank you very much. We are excited, very excited too. Uh, we are looking forward to 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 go there, to go there. And yeah, exactly. I mean, this is like the perfect place for investors, uh, new companies, startups. I mean, this is like a, it's going uh, the the ecosystem of of of, of financial and, and fintech will be there. So yes, I mean, we are more than happy to go, and and it's going to be to be amazing. Great, great. Well, I look forward to seeing you in Dubai and, uh, you know, good luck with Increase 2. And I'm excited to to see, you know, where do you grow between now and now in October? Thank you. Thank you very much. We can uh, we can repeat the podcast in, in a few months and let's talk about the, what's the situation. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure you have a lot more news by then. <laughs> exactly. Hope so. Well, it's nice to meet you, Miguel. Thank you so nice much for joining you. us. Thank you. Thank you very Bye. much. Thank you for listening. Subscribe for all the latest updates on fintech in the Middle East and join the conversation over on our social channels. We look forward to seeing you at Fintech Surge in the Dubai World Trade Center from October 10th to October 13th. I'm Stephen Bess, and this has been the Fintech Surge podcast, creating a wealth of opportunities.